morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, September 9th, and you're listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. Thank you for joining us again today. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to hear the comforting words of Jesus from the 14th chapter of John's Gospel. But before we do that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we come to you to be transformed to be transfixed. We come with reverence. We come with nothing. We come with everything. We come in fear sometimes, and we come in tonal vulnerability sometimes. And we know, however, we come to you, Lord God, that you meet us where we are, that you invite us to abide in your grace and your love, you encourage us to know you more intimately. May we have the courage to do so. Amen. Amen. Friends, this is from the 14th chapter of John's Gospel, verses 1 through 4 and 25 through 27. This is Jesus speaking. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, our wonderful Christian ed director, Kathy Gilmore, just welcomed her first grandbaby into the world. Oh, he's so cute. And so uh, with that celebration, (laughs) tell us one story or one memory about your grandmother. Um, Boy, so many great memories. (laughs) Um, You know, my grandparents uh, raised us for a time Um, and my grandmother was just so much fun so like I never saw her without a full face of makeup and like the southern bouffant hair (laughs) Um, I can remember being a little kid and her coming home with 12 pairs of shoes for like everybody in the family and my grandfather having a cow (laughs) but probably my favorite is that Brian and I were the last to have kids I mean it was because I was the last to you know, uh, be married at my wedding reception, my grandmother came to Brian and literally said, 
thank you for taking her off our hands. <laughs> you know, because I was 27, I was ancient. Anyway, but we spent a lot of time with them, and we would play cards. And my grandmother and Brian would pair together, and my grandfather and I would pair together. And she was the biggest cheater. The biggest cheater. Her, and Brian, too. They would just egg each other on. And so, you know, you have feelings with memories. And I just remember, like, this joy of sitting at their dining at their kitchen table and playing. So... Okay, that's, I could talk all day about them. That's so funny because the memory I was going to share was uh, the three card games that my Grammy and I would play were uh, Kings in a Corner, 313, and uh, Golf. And I Those are would... like fancy Arizona games. <laughs> <laughs> They're very simple. <laughs> They're very simple. Um, but from a very young age, I would accuse her of cheating, uh, to which... The accusation of cheating brought her so much delight, <laughs> and still does. Uh, yeah. We can, you know. My do, grandmother <laughs> actually cheated. You just accused. I hers. just accused her. I don't actually know if she did. Probably of not. Of course she didn't. She probably did not. But to be accused of cheating just brings her so much laughter and joy. I can be call her on the way home today uh and i can bring up that she's a cheater in cards and she'll laugh for i love uh, it for days i can remember <laughs> saying like um you know if we won a hand i would be like we won this with integrity and if we <laughs> lost i would be like at least we have our integrity unlike you two clowns and they were we're all competitive so they were like you know Anyway, That's good memories. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Kathy is going to be a great Grammy. It's true. She's going to be great at cards and cheating. Kathy would never cheat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to our scripture, at this point in John's gospel, as we talked a bit on Monday, we can imagine that the disciples were feeling a lot of fear of what was to come next. How did Jesus's words help to address that fear? Um. Well, he tells them not to be afraid. Yeah, yeah, done, that always done. works. <laughs> but if you go back further, um, it is the pro- it's about abiding. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the promise that he will abide with them and they are to abide with him. That even after death, he will be he will prepare a place for them to abide. And that in the interim time, in the difficulty of the world, he will send the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit will teach them and remind them. And then he says, I'm leaving you with peace. Um, and so don't don't be troubled. Um, I think that much like the pigeon in the bath, <laughs> they have good reason to be afraid, but they're also so afraid of what it means that they have found the Messiah and he's leaving them. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, it's, there's a lot of unknown there. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems all wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's just the overall reminder that relief from fear and all of its worries really comes the more we're rooted in who Jesus and the Holy Spirit are. Mm -hmm. What do you think about fear and how it works and Jesus's answer to it? Yeah, it's, uh, I find it interesting that with our uh, children's book series, you're like picking all of uh, our favorite funeral sermon text this is one that i, I do know. this is one we do not intentional quote, quote, a little dark but little whatever dark. um uh, but they're usually the best text that that we preach on at, at funerals and and this one in particular um 
is is I think incredibly special because it's talking about presence and abiding, um, and it's talking about kind of two temporal presences at the same time. We have, you know, I don't know about you, but when I like when going to a place I've never been before, like I'm super anxious about it. I would much rather be have been to a place and know where things are, uh, whether that's like traveling somewhere else. Yeah. But if I can't be there. Uh, it it's incredibly comforting to know the person I'm with has been there, um, yes. uh, that they have a sense of familiarity. And so on the one hand, uh, specifically in regards to death, uh, Jesus has promised that he has gone before, uh, mm-hmm. that Jesus has, Jesus knows the house. Jesus knows all the rooms. Jesus knows all the places. Uh, and Jesus knows you. And so you are uh, entering into this new uh, part of the eschaton with Christ who has already been there and that is incredibly comforting and at the same time uh, it's not just a future thing uh, as you pointed out the the advocate uh, and peace uh, are going to be with us in the midst of what's happening exactly now so this promise of of Jesus both is meeting us exactly where we are while preparing what's coming uh, I think it is incredibly comforting uh, for those of us who are fearful or anxious about what is to come or about what's happening in the moment, um, that there is a future that has been worked within Christ and that Christ, even in the tears and the fears of exactly now, now, uh, mm-hmm. that Jesus is abiding with us in that. You know, my youngest daughter gets her driver's license next Tuesday, I think. And someone asked me yesterday um, if that was nerve-wracking or if I was scared. And my response was, if I think about it, I can get terrified. And I mean that in terms of my daughter's safety at all. Um, Like, if I go down the road of all the things that could happen to them, I get in a really dark place really quick. So I don't go there. Mm -hmm. My motto is, don't worry till I have a reason to, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But when I am my best self... When I'm in my best frame of mind, I know that even in the worst darkness, which is what that would be for me, that God would be there. Mm-hmm. And then I trust the God that would be there. Mm-hmm. And I think at its heart, that's what Jesus is saying. I've uh, I've really been enjoying uh, this, sh- this show on Netflix called The Sandman. And one episode in particular, uh, there's all these mythological creatures that's a whole jumbled mess of, of people. Um, but in one of the episodes, there's the character of death. And instead of this, um, you know, grim reaper with a scythe, um, instead we have uh, someone who has been there before and holds the hand of each person. Yeah. Uh, and, it's a lovely and, depiction. And it's, a, it's a very compassionate, lovely depiction uh, of, of what that process is through. Uh, again, I think, I think death is still terrifying, but I think that idea of Jesus holding our hand and walking us through it to a place that Christ has already been uh, is incredibly comforting, not just in terms of death, but in terms of your daughter getting her uh, license. Yeah. And you know... I'm a lot closer to death than you are. Um, I just turned 50. But um, my fear, I, I can honestly say I don't fear dying. I very much fear not having enough time to do all the things I want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I have to believe that God will be in that guiding me too. Mm-hmm. Friends, with that, we're going to end with a quote from J.K. Rowling, who has written, 
It is the unknown we fear when we look upon death and darkness, nothing more. And I am grateful that into that, Jesus says, peace be with you. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Thank you.